Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your pool agony aunt, and this is Waving Not Drowning, where I'll discuss how to combat your problems and solve your emotional issues. On this week's Dear Viv, a cheating boyfriend, a drastic career change, older parents getting divorced, and should an 11-year-old have his own laptop? Our first question this week. Dear Viv, I think my boyfriend is cheating on me. I don't have access to his phone or emails, so the only reason I have for the suspicion is that he's been staying late at work a lot and talking to me less. He says he's just stressed, but I think it's something more. I don't want to confront him as I'm scared what his answer will be. Oh dear, suspicious girlfriend seeking phone access. I'm very sorry to hear about this. However, I really am not as sure as you are that your boyfriend is cheating on you. I have to say the evidence is very flimsy. In fact, if working long hours and talking to people around us less are symptoms of having an affair, then I think most of us are guilty of extremely passionate adulterous liaisons, especially me. I wouldn't mind an extremely passionate adulterous liaison, but let's not go there. I'm concerned, though, about your state of mind and your self-esteem in this letter, I think you might benefit from, yes, it's coming. It usually comes at least once a podcast. You might benefit from talking to a therapist. There is a list of names at welldoing.org. I would suggest talking to a friend about this, but I'm worried that a friend will buy into the drama of your narrative and see things too much from your point of view. You really need someone more neutral that you can talk to. The reason I suggest this is that I'm worried about some of your phrasing when you say, I don't have access to his phone or emails. This suggests that you want to access his phone or emails, or if you could suddenly somehow by accident access his phone or emails, then then you would do this. And this way madness lies. It's never a good idea to check someone's phone or emails. If someone's cheating, there has to be a better way to find out than this. I think, I could be wrong, but I think your boyfriend is stressed and overworked. Possibly he also needs to see a therapist, <laughs> but let's not overcomplicate things just yet. There is a way of confronting him, and by this I mean a way of being open with your feelings. 
When you do get a chance to talk to him, can you explain to him almost jokily that he's been working so hard, you're starting to get paranoid that it's not just that, that he's actually seeing someone else? If you can say this without sounding passive aggressive and actually paranoid, then this could lead to a very useful conversation. There may be a million reasons why your boyfriend is talking to you less. The likelihood of him cheating is just one of them. And it seems to me at the moment that it's one of the more remote ones. But you need and deserve to be in a relationship where you can talk to someone about your anxieties and where the two of you make time to talk to each other enough so that this kind of thing doesn't flare up. You are perfectly within your rights to expect and demand such a relationship. We all are. What you're not within your rights to do is access someone's phone and emails to ensure they're not cheating on you. Extend a bit more trust to your boyfriend for now until you can have a proper talk. And do consider speaking to a professional who will help you sort through these feelings and take back a bit of control. And by the way, in the unlikely event that you do find out that he's cheating on you, please send him round here and dear Viv will punch him in the face. Our next question. Dear Viv, I'm planning a pretty drastic career change, which will come with a less welcome but equally drastic drop in salary. I won't be able to have the same social life as before, but I don't want to hold my friends back if they want to go on a fancy holiday or something. How can I keep up with them on a tiny budget? Oh, this made me laugh. It's very sweet of you to worry about holding your friends back and preventing them from going on a fancy holiday. Bless you, impecunious career changer. I wonder, though, if your question is less about your friends and your concern for them than really about your anxiety for yourself. Believe me, your friends are perfectly capable of looking after themselves, especially if they've got lots of money. They will not stop doing whatever they want to do just because your life circumstances have changed. I think you know this, and this is what your question is really about. Where are you going to fit in now that you've made this big change? The painful answer is, I don't know, and you don't know. Things may not be the same with your old friends. Often when we change something in life, many other things change unintentionally. Your worry on the surface here is money, that things will be different because you won't have as much money as before and that will affect your friendships. But in reality, there are so many more things that could change and are actually more likely to change than your financial relationship with your friends. I just want to step back for a moment and congratulate you on making this massive move. And I do wish you would say more about it in your letter, but never mind. We'll assume that you've become something very glamorous but badly paid, like an aid worker for Médecins Sans Frontières. No offence to Médecins Sans Frontières. I don't mean to say your salaries are not generous. I'm just guessing it's not like working for, I don't know, FIFA or something. Um, So the thing is, very few people would do something as brave, and I don't want to sound embarrassing, but sod it, actually very cool as what you have done. This is a cool thing that you've done. Most people are too scared to make drastic career changes and take drastic drops in salary. Most people do anything they can to avoid change, let alone drive the change themselves. So I'm sorry to say that keeping up with your friends will probably be the least of your worries here. The dynamic around you will change. That's the only thing of which you can be certain. But who knows? 
maybe you'll have an amazing friend who steps in and subsidizes some fancy holiday in the future because they admire you as a person for doing what you really want with your life. You might make new friends who go on much more exciting but cheaper holidays. Your question isn't really, can I keep going on expensive holidays with my friends and keep up with their expensive social life? Because I think you already know that you probably can't. Your question is, am I going to be able to cope with all the changes that are coming my way? And I sense that the answer here is a big fat yes. You will cope with it all brilliantly because you believe in yourself. Our next question. Dear Viv, my parents recently told me that they're getting a divorce. They're not ancient, but definitely getting on. And I'm worried about how they'll cope without each other. And to be absolutely honest, I'm worried about how much they're both going to expect me to pick up the slack. How can I discuss the topic with them without appearing insensitive? Oh, poor adult child of divorcing parents. I'm so sorry to hear about this. Divorce is not easy for a child at any age. They say that children are incredibly resilient But of course, by this, they mean young children who are strangely able to cope with all kinds of changes in life, mostly because they haven't been around long enough to get too used to one thing. It's not quite the same for older, grown-up children such as yourself. So two things here. One, don't forget in these circumstances that you are effectively a child, even though you are an adult. The child in you, the child of these two people who are getting divorced, is going to be upset And I think it's really the child in you that has written this letter. You need to allow that child a bit of space to be really upset that her parents are splitting up. And two, don't forget that you are also an adult and so are your parents. You cannot become the parent to them. And it's sensible that you're worrying about this because there's a risk in these situations that an adult child of divorce can be seen to take sides or be some kind of referee between the two parties and you really don't want to get into this situation. The one thing I suspect you're painfully aware of is that your relationship with each of your parents is going to change. That is completely unavoidable. All your life you've had this parent-child relationship with two married people. They're now going to be two divorced people and it would be very strange if they didn't change. They're getting divorced because they don't want things to stay the same and you can't expect them to stay the same either. I think it's fair and reasonable for you to expect to talk to them about all this and to express your worries that you've known the two of them together for so long you can't quite imagine what their lives will be like separately. You don't need to say any more than this. It's not patronising and it's not an unrealistic concern. Just as they're protecting their interests by getting divorced, so you need to protect your interests by setting some boundaries and perhaps by showing them that they're going to need to talk to you a lot more than they have in the past. Beware of sharing too much information with them, but I mean, don't let them share too much information with you. You know what I'm talking about. They will have loads of anxieties and worries themselves and you're their child. You don't want them to end up being the recipient of all that. You don't mention siblings, so I'm guessing you're handling this on your own. I would advise keeping friends close at this time. They will be the ones who will help you keep your sense of humour through all this. I can't help thinking that there is a great sitcom idea somewhere in this problem, not to make light of your situation. But if you can find a way to laugh at some of the stuff that's going to come up for you in the next few months, I think that might be very useful indeed. Good luck 
And whatever you do, please don't pick up the slack. You're the child of these people and it's not your job. Our next question. Dear Viv, should I buy my son his own laptop? He's 11 and wants to use it for homework and games. I'm just worried about what else he can find online. Should I buy my son his own laptop? Oh, my answer to your question is no. Your son may not have a laptop. He may not access the internet because on the internet there are all manner of terrible, terrible things that will corrupt his young mind. No laptop, no internet, no corruption. It's so easy. Except it isn't, is it? Even if you don't give him a laptop and don't let him online and lock him in a room for the rest of his life, hey, I'm a parent, I've considered it, you can't stop him from growing up. More importantly, it's actually your job as a parent to teach him how to navigate this stuff without having a nervous breakdown. That's him, not you. And at the age of 11, I think he's ready. So I'm joking, of course, when I say the answer to your question is no. The answer to your question, should I buy him a laptop, is maybe. And if you do get him what he wants, he needs to understand that this is really a big deal, that he's really lucky and that you've done this with some reservations. I can speak with some passion about this because I have an 11-year-old son myself and we have just gone through the same thing with a phone. I've been through all the worries that you have, partly because through stand-up comedy I share green room space with a lot of young men who are really only a few years older than my son and I know what they use their phones and the internet for and it's not for researching obscure autobiographical details about the actor who plays Sheldon in The Big Bang Theory which is what my 11 year old actually uses the internet for. I can't say whether in your house it would be absolutely the right thing for your son to have his own laptop that can only be your decision but remember there are loads of halfway houses here You could get a new family laptop that he's only allowed to use at certain times and in certain places where you can see what he's accessing. I'm not even going to insult you by talking about parental controls and keeping an eye on what sites he visits. I'm assuming you would do all of that automatically. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then please get a tutorial from another parent who does know about these things. There are so many ways to manage both the internet and digital use. And I think it's one of the most important things that we can teach our children. And it's far more important to teach management than to ban something. How do you manage the internet without going mad? It's a question we all have to ask ourselves. Most of us, if we're honest, are at the mercy of this weird beast, even if the most corrupt thing we do is repeatedly access the sales section of the Mint Velvet website. The things staring us in the face, such as repeatedly accessing sale websites are often scarier and more dangerous for us than the bogeyman you know the bogeyman of porn or whatever else that you're worried about do your son and yourself a favor and talk to him about all this he's old enough to understand and sympathize with your concerns and to realize that you're trusting him and he needs to show you respect by earning your trust in return Of course, what I'm really saying is, yeah, get him his own laptop, but make sure the only website he can go to is the CBeebies website. Not really. If you do this, your child will kill you in your sleep. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit, please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon. 
and sign into thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you. We hope we see you there. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.